I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Today we're going to tell you why jazz musicians are so cool. Now, normally, Adam would be saying something witty right now, but he's actually not here. He's taking a little break, and I don't know if he's coming back. So this might be our first solo, you'll hear it. So I'm going to jump right in. My name is Peter Martin. I guess you figured that out. Hope everyone's doing well today. So the topic of why jazz musicians are so cool is a little bit uh, self-congratulatory, as I'm a jazz musician. So I don't know how cool I am, but we're going to go through some things I see in some other jazz musicians. We're going to start out very surface level and say clothing. Now, jazz musicians uh, might have fallen off a little bit the last few years, I've noticed, with some of the musicians in their wardrobe being a little bit uh, less trend-setting. But over the years, jazz musicians have been some of the sharpest dressers. dressers. You talk about uh, Roy Haynes who's an amazing, uh, you know, for years. I mean, he was in GQ magazine in like the 50s and in the 2000s. Oh, I think Adam's joining us after after all. Are you coming to join the podcast today? We started already. What? Yeah, we're starting. Why don't you have a seat here? <laughs> we started. Well, I thought this was going to be a solo one because you left. Yeah. Adam Manis, everybody. This is my podcast too, man. What are you doing? I've just, I've just got started. You want to know what the subject is today? That would be helpful. Uh, why jazz musicians are so cool. <laughs> That's what we're going to be talking about? Yeah, yeah. All right. And I've already given one, which is about clothing. Cool, bro. I mentioned Roy Haynes. He's been in GQ, like, in five different decades. Miles Davis. Yeah, yeah. You know, great fashion icon. And, you know, a lot of the great photographers used to photograph and still do uh, jazz musicians because of, you know, we look cool. Yeah. And it's, it's because of our clothes. I think GQ actually just did a whole thing this year on some some of, like, the older generation that are still, like, Sonny Rollins still dresses to the nines, yep. you know, and it looks amazing and still has an amazing sense of style. They all do. So, yep. yeah. Uh, the next thing I was thinking, I think because you got here late, I, th- I feel like I'm going to be leading this one, which is fine. No problem. I love that you just it. started with that. It's great to know that <laughs> this can happen. All right. I'll see you, man. I'm shooting off. <laughs> so next I was thinking um, we have a, an improvisatory attitude towards life that I think emanates from our our time as improvisers, which is such a big part of what we do as jazz musicians. So we're kind of cool because we can go with the flow, we can improvise, we can make things up. We're kind of, I don't want to brag, but we're kind of known as the life of the party because, you know, we'll just come up with some stuff. We're kind of witty and funny. We, we, we improvise. We improvise our way through life. We improvise on our tax returns. We improvise <laughs> in a lot of places, you know. <laughs> Sometimes we improvise at the start of the podcast. Exactly. I think I call it an audible improv- improvisation, whatever you want to call it. What do you think? Well, I think one of the reasons that uh, jazz musicians are cool, so cool is that they invented the word cool. Exactly. As an adjective. I think we did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's hot, it's cool. We got everybody confused. We're so cool. You know, you're bad means you're actually good. Our vernacular is amazing, That's right? true. No, actually, that is part of it. You know, the whole, like, hip, uh, cool... Cat. Cat, you know, all this stuff. Yep, yeah. There's a great Christian McBride video on, like, the jazz vernacular. Did you oh, see that? Oh, that's awesome, yeah. Yeah, check it out. It's pretty yep. cool. It's pretty hip, man. It's bad. <laughs> The great Christian McBride. The great Christian McBride. Yeah. Um, so some other ones. Um, oh, yeah. So honesty in music. We, we try to be, you have to be honest 
in our music. Like you, there's nothing to hide behind. It's yourself. It's sure. our solos. It's our music. It's our compositions. Our improvisation. So that leads to a certain level of honesty in life. Certain level. That sounds like I'm hedging. It leads to a lot of honesty in terms of who you are. And I think there's nothing cooler than being yourself. That's you true. know, and jazz musicians, and really just artists in general, let's face it, are known for being comfortable in their own skin. If if you hit a certain level of greatness, you kind of have to be in order to be effective. Yeah, I think any great performer, you know, audiences can sniff out when you're being fake, like right. in two seconds. So, uh, if you make any kind of name for yourself as a performer, there's a certain amount of openness and honesty that has to happen, and that does translate over a little bit. Yeah, yep. yeah, I see that. And then I think that also leads to you know confidence like once you know you can play in this music you well really in order to be able to play you have to have confidence in the music and that goes over into how you are you look so meek sitting there is that because you showed up late today (laughs) just i'm just not feeling very confident today (laughs) um you know it's cool to be confident you know i mean strong and wrong is 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 (laughs) is one you know kind of permutation of that but i think that you know the confidence that you have to have in order to be an effective jazz musician, just like the honesty, it can't be faked. You know, it can be sniffed out from the audience. And the audiences want to come see improvisers take chances and be fearless. And you have to be confident to do that. You don't have to be flawless. Yeah, you don't yeah, have yeah. to be perfect. You don't have to be arrogant either. No. Yeah, that's, we, a, that's a whole level of... A that's another thing level. that makes us cool. <laughs> <laughs> We're arrogant, confident, and honest. <laughs> no, but the confidence, like you said, being an improviser... That it requires so much confidence. Yes. Or else you're just going to sound meek and like you don't, you don't have anything behind what you're, what you're playing, what you're saying. So, yeah, totally. Yeah, and I think as, you know, no matter what you play in, in, the, in the jazz world, you're going to be soloing it sometimes. So that's what sort of, you know, sets it apart from other music where you can just be part of a section, which is fine, but you don't necessarily have to be that confident to be in a section. You're going to solo, even if you're a bass player or whatever. There's going to be a time when you yeah. have to step up and have that confidence and, and, and be able to have that honesty in, in your music and be able to, to, to say something. And there's nothing cooler than being able to, to get up. I mean, it's like public speaking or something. You don't have to be the greatest public speaker, but you have to be able to do it in, within the music. This is a great episode, man. I'm I'm glad you started this. Well, it's not over yet. We hadn't we hadn't gone for that long. You probably thought we were going for a while. Oh, I have no idea. I just got here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, why else are we cool? Why else are we cool? <laughs> well, you know, I do think all, all of the things that we've just talked about, confidence and honesty, I, I, I go back to the improvisation thing. And I do it because we talk about how it's simple, you know, to play jazz. But it is hard to do. Yep. And so I think it does take a certain amount of determination, a certain amount of grit yep. to be a good jazz musician. And I, I do think that that is cool, like to, to have that kind of work ethic. There's nobody who's at the top of their game on the jazz scene who is not an insanely hardworking person. Right. You know what I mean? And I also think it's a cool, I just thought of this one, it's, I think anything is cool that stays the same on sort of a basic level for many years and is not afraid to like change with the times. Now jazz music does change of course and it evolves but sort of the basic tenets, some of the basic tenets of it um, and I don't want to call it the jazz police or the anti-jazz police. I want to be right in the middle because I'm cool. It's not a fad. <laughs> it's not a fad, exactly. Yeah. And it's not afraid to like dip in the in the poll numbers and, and the listenership or whatever. We kind of keep chugging along doing our thing. Let the people come to us because we're cool, man. <laughs> Sitting back with my cigarette playing jazz. Yes. All right, now I'm now I'm you're kind of losing me on this one. <laughs> no, I don't feel so cool anymore. So. I was giving you examples of how to be cool and how to not be cool. You know? 
Well, this is great, man. Well, um, if you show up to the beginning of the episode next time, maybe I'll hear it. Sorry. Thanks for listening to this episode of the You'll Hear It podcast. You can go to you'llhearit.com to get more information, submit a question, or just say hello. Wait, you can do that? Absolutely. All right. And if you like what you heard, please leave a review and a rating below. Thanks. Thanks.